So a deep breath in and a slow breath out. Welcome to the Mindfulness Podcast. Um, I'm happy always to welcome someone in the podcast. It's, you know, it's a new thing. Like Consider every time you listen to this podcast, you never knew the concept of podcasting before. You just just never used any phone, any podcasting app. This is the first time you hear to a podcast, right? So that's the approach you should have to proceed listening, particularly with this approach, because now we're going to introduce Pat, right? So um, that is always nice and a pleasure to to have you here, Pat. So how are you doing? I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing I'm doing well. And as as we were joking before we <laughs> pressed record, uh, we're trying to, or I'm at least trying to transition more from human doing to human being because we do so much you're always doing that doing this so how am i being <laughs> i'm i'm being well i'm being well thanks for asking and i really like what you're saying about this beginner's mind mm-hmm. you know how, how how or sometimes the way i like to look at it is if this was the last podcast that you ever were going to listen to how would you be listening how would you be paying attention? Yeah. And would you pay attention more if it's the first or if it's the last? Good, deep philosophical question. <laughs> I feel like it'd be a very different quality of listening in yeah. those circumstances. Should I not talk? Because I haven't been yeah, introduced. We are, we are hearing Abby here. <laughs> that is our guest today. But you can talk, Abby. This is a open podcast for everyone to to chat particularly our guests that are you know the main part of the podcast that's why we we do it right and it's always raw and it's always unscripted yes Bailey and i just show up so uh, hard to keep me from talking so yeah go ahead go ahead Uh, so so yeah maybe introduce our guest in that case and then share a little bit about what's happening and yeah. So I mean, our guest um, is, uh, as you as you know, is Abby Cross, and that is one of our uh, dear IBMers, uh, part of the community that is doing a lot of activities for the mindfulness IBM community, like practice session, organizing events. So um, and also one of the supervisor of our time uh, journey, right? So you can find. Uh, Abby, if you want to meet Abby more and practice with Abby, there is uh, there is also the experience. Um, but in particular today, um, we invited Abby because she was one of the journey leaders in the in the summit, the Welcome to Now we we just had in in October. Also because we have many replays now, right? And the intention is to guide um, our listeners into what is the best replay. Um, you should start watching first, right? And what is about the various journey? That's why I asked Abby, since she was opening every single event, closing the event, maybe leading some practices, introducing and talking to the to the guest, um, you know, a bit more, a bit more insight in, into it. Right? Good. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing about that. So, so what, I'll, what I'll was the journey, you know, Abby? Yeah, so I'll tell you. So there is nothing, okay, well, I don't want to put in any judgment or this is better than that into into my description here um, because all the journeys were very worthwhile, but there is something really important about 
the beginner's mind. Mm -hmm. There's something that you can always learn from approaching something as if you're an alien from another planet or as if you are a toddler. Mm. Uh, It's very sad that we grow up and lose our curiosity that we had as little kids. You know, we would get into a lot of mischief, but, you know, everything that we, we touch and, and, uh, put into our mouths as little kids, you know, we're being scientists and we lose that, that sort of scientific method as we grow up out of, you know, instinctual fear or what have you. Um, so I was really happy to help build this program of beginner's mind um, to invite people who are seasoned prax- practitioners to start again and also to welcome in people who are brand new to the idea of mindfulness and, and, in, and, meditation in their daily lives. Mm -hmm. So we had six sessions um, and this actually doesn't include one session that was live. I led a mindful walk Mm -hmm. at IBM Yorktown, which was lovely. It was only 25 minutes Mm -hmm. and I made everyone walk in silence for five minutes. I thought for sure I'd have a rebellion on my hands. I know, but uh, actually it was, uh, it was really, it was, it was a wonderful time to have that just in silence, beautiful fall day in lower Hudson Valley, New York. This, this Uh, makes me thinking that once I organized, I was organizing the mindful lunches in the, in the office, right? And, you know, people started coming one first time, like, okay, now why a mindful lunch? Started chatting, say, no, 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 focus on the food, right? And And the experience on the sound and on this. Like people didn't come a second time. They just came the first. And then it's like, ah, oh, no, no, I'm not going to come for the land this time. Something like we have to talk and chat, right? Um, so it really looks um, uh, scary, uh, even if it's maybe five minutes of forced silence. I don't know why, but you know, it's hard. It, so it, it's great you did it. It's hard. It's hard, right? But it was such a wonderful time that at the end of the walk, and I, you know, I let everyone talk after the five minutes um, and reflect. Mm-hmm. And at, at the end, someone's like, well, "Why aren't we doing this every every month?" I'm like, "Okay, all right, you know, cool. we can keep doing this. This just sounds lovely." Um, so I, it, it was successful. But I wanted to share a story since you shared the mindful lunch story, which is. Um, a little bit outside of our summit discussion. I apologize for the digression, but um, when my daughter was a little over a year old, as a family, we went to Blue Cliff Monastery, which is north of us in in, uh, New York, because they had a family day. And it was Mm going to be very interesting to see our first time ever going to any monastery. Um, And this is a Buddhist monastery, by the way. Mm -hmm. And they offered a a lunch free for everybody, wonderful vegan food. And the stipulation is the first 20 minutes are silent. And that's Mm -hmm. how they always do it. And I have a one and a half year old with a piece of watermelon and she is enjoying this watermelon and making all this noise. And I'm like, we are not following the rules. That was, my, of course, my first instinct. But then I looked around and all the monastics were like delighted. They were so pleased that she was enjoying her watermelon. And I realized that just like the bird song and there, there are so many things that we just want to be aware of. Um, and that's why we do it, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, so it was a, a lovely, 
uh, a lovely lesson for mm. me about why we are mindful and mm. what what we can take from distractions, quote unquote. So, well, I, I think well, that in the mindful answers here, you are allowed to do mm, mm, <laughs> and enjoy. Right? That's that is natural uh, part of the enjoying food. Exactly. And actually, that does tie nicely back into the idea of beginner's mind, because this is a, a little kid, mm -hmm. early yeah. experience, doing what she does. Nice. So so there, so there. now we can go back to talking about the beginner's mind oh, journey. Yeah. Um, if you were to just watch one, one of the replays, I would recommend, and maybe it would just start you on your journey and you'd want to watch mm -hmm. more, um, I would recommend the one with Tara Moody, who did a lovely one called how do you want to feel today mm. and in this 30 minutes she has a lovely setup where she explains how we have i don't want to say control but how we really can influence what we're about to experience mm -hmm. and how we can make it a practice and cultivate what we are looking for she ended with a quote a wonderful quote from rumi which is um whatever you are seeking it is seeking you and i paraphrase um mm. but if you are looking to have a day of ease ease is seeking you you just have to let it come and uh, there's certain steps you can do to cultivate so she has um a beautiful i don't want to spoil it for you mm. but she has a beautiful way of bringing in some breath and bringing in some movement, all of it adapted for sitting in an office. Mm -hmm. So if you're worried about, you know, flapping your arms too much around other people, um, you can, it, it, it's adapted for that. You, you don't have to feel too self-conscious. Um, I, I recommend that as, as one to start with. Nice. Um, and some of the other sessions we had included uh, Siu Koswara, who is in the Yorktown lab and who for many years has been offering a breath meditation on Tuesday afternoons in person up until the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Of course, the pandemic for all of us, the silver lining is learning how to, to adapt to an online world of mindfulness and sharing together. Mm -hmm. So that's what he's done. Uh, I recommend that as well. Um, the silence um, in that meditation is very powerful and important. Um, and I, I led two sessions, one on bringing mindfulness into your daily life in little tiny steps, mm -hmm. little ways that you can introduce mindfulness, um, in little 30 second bouts, if that's all you think you have. Um, and I also led a very short session on preparing your practice space so that you feel invited to that space. You feel like you want to sit down and have some moments of mindfulness and, and silence. Um, and the, the, the ultimate message from that particular session, again, not to spoil, but is you already have everything you need. You don't need to buy things. You don't need to rearrange your whole house, um, but you can create a corner of your house um, or, or of your office mm -hmm. or of your space that it can be really conducive to uh, a mindful practice that's personalized just for you. So we had a few other sessions as well, um, in, um, including one from, from Sri, uh, and I'm just looking to see what it was called because I don't remember. Ah, 
Anapadasati, which is a Pali name, me, word meaning awareness of incoming and outgoing mm -hmm. breath. And a really interesting external speaker spoke to us in um, a session called Meditation for Increased Well-Being. Uh, she comes from Harvard University uh, and the Beth Israel Leahy Medical Center it had lots of interesting research to share with us. Uh, so if you're looking to come at mindfulness from a very uh, scientific uh, foundation, this was a very interesting, lots of resources um, and, and, their, and the ongoing research, uh, FM, fMRI scans and mm -hmm. other data that they are gathering. So I recommend checking that one out as well. The speaker for that one, her name is Tulsi Chase. And I believe that, Leila, you're sharing all of the links afterwards. So. Yeah, for, yeah. yeah, definitely. So I think I've covered all of that. I think it's uh, it's supposed to be an interesting journey, particularly not only for who is uh, new to mindfulness, right, but also for who... You know, maybe it's experience, but really, you know, going back and starting again with a beginner's mind is always something welcomed, right? Absolutely. Even even Pat looks interested. <laughs> that he he Hard knows everything. He knows it all, right? But he 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 would do it. He would watch the replays as well. I will put in a plug for my weekly meditation. And mm -hmm. I, I guess I have a thing for silence because my, my session is called Enjoy the Silence. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a 25-minute meditation, both online and in person in Yorktown. Mm -hmm. uh, and we start with a guided breath. Mm -hmm. And then we go into 10 to 15 minutes of silence, depending on how much we have. And our the work that we do in this practice is really to watch the thought, you know, let the thoughts do their thing, notice when we get engaged, and come back to our breath. Mm -hmm. And we find that this is the way that we prepare ourselves for the weekend. Because if we don't practice resting, then how do we actually get any rest done when it's time to rest? Have you ever been on vacation and not felt like you were on vacation because you your brain was still in the work mode? Mm -hmm. you, you're just running, running, running. We have to build that into our our weekly and our daily patterns so that we can actually enjoy a pause and actually enjoy a rest. It's it's a one of the more difficult things to do today because we're always bombarded with notifications. Mental and, silence. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. just being able to be, just be, and be okay with just being so that we can actually rejuvenate and we feel restored when we come back to work on Monday. That's true business value. <laughs> I was um, showed some some research that was published this year in March, and it was a review of around seven thousand studies, expert interviews, panel mm -hmm. consultations, and the like. And they found the committee agreed that yoga, mindfulness, and meditation were the most effective overall in reducing job stress and mm -hmm. mental health symptoms and having a positive effect on employee mental well-being. Nice. The evidence showed that these interventions were effective when delivered either in a group or online. And out of all those studies, mindfulness was in the vast majority of the reviews. Um, and this was a big meta-analysis. So it's it's nice to see, going back to your point, Abby, about the business value as well. 
Yeah, the research on um, mindfulness and meditation, I know, is relatively young. Um, so because you know we haven't been looking at it uh, since before the '70s, I think, or the '60s. So it's so wonderful that the research that, as it comes out, continues mm. to only strengthen what we experience um, mm. and strengthen that data. So, so I'm, I, 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 that's awesome to hear. No, it's also about you know part of one of the area that is our brain that is something we don't yet fully understand right um so it's there is a lot of uh, things that we cannot really objectively understand so you just need to get you know people feelings how they look like how better they started and so that that's what makes it hard to 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 really analyze it fully but i think there are now thousands and thousands of uh, of studies right since the 70s and more are right. gonna have been done right because more people are investing in it and it's more interesting right? so i'm confident right i'm and i think for me the best experience has always been my experience right it doesn't matter if uh, uh you know there is a study here or study there i just try myself and then see if it works or not right and Absolutely. that's what i encourage everyone see if it works for you if that's what i always say i okay. say don't take my word for it you know mm -hmm. sure there are studies here Go try it. See, see for yourself, because that's the important. That's the the only important outcome is what you experience. So I have a question for you, um, both. Uh -oh. When you have a moment mm -hmm. of pause, how do you proceed purposefully? How do you proceed to actually rest? And I will preface that with, I have noticed that when I take a deep breath and, you know, stop for a minute and I have nothing to do, my hand is reaching for my phone or my, um, or I'm looking to see what I can catch up on my email. So it's really ingrained. And I'm wondering if you notice these, these instincts in yourself and how do you combat it on the very micro level of like these little moments we have in between meetings and, and in our days? What? Um, yeah, it's a great question. And I think in, in those moments, even as you were speaking and there was space in between your words, I uh, use that as an opportunity to, to, to rest in, in the moment. And for me, that means to bring the attention back to my body and predominantly the sensations of breathing. Um, and right now the, the feet on the floor and my dog resting in my lap. Um, and, but usually when I have moments, you know, here's like a minute or, or here's five, et cetera, then I'll, I'll check in and see what do I need right now? Not just mentally, emotionally, but also physically. Um, and it might be that, Hey, I want to spend some time on, on social media right now. And, and browse that or oh, I'm, I'm going to go lay down outside you and never need that the sun. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, you know, go grab a drink or a stretch. So I, but, but, but it's true. I, I do notice in, in particular, um, I was like on an all hands call right now and I was just there and I had my camera on and I had mm -hmm. a few moments where I was like, well, I could turn off my camera and maybe do something else. <laughs> mm -hmm. So then I just, I came back to, 
that kind of, ooh, that's interesting that I'm having these thoughts or that urge. And then I come back to, to the present and connecting with what's going on. The curiosity, that's awesome. Yeah. Lele? I, I just, I think that the, the first thing that comes to me is, is the thoughts. Like what, what is that you said? Like it's a moment of, of peace and silence. I just go and notice what is passing to to the mind, right? Um, and there are all oh, there is always something, right? Uh, but there is the other part of me that is instead pushing for just okay. Now stay, now enjoy, right? Whatever is the moment, enjoy it, right? So that is actually another thought, but probably is the good thought, right? That is uh, allowing me to. Um, to stay uh, in that particular mindset right? and to appreciate it in a different way. Um, and thoughts and feelings are quite a very similar thing, right? They're just coming to it. So if you feel that you have the urge to take a phone or fear to have the urge to do something, it's still a, still a thought. Um, so you just to understand what, what to do with it, right? Yeah. And 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 it's true you start having a, um, uh, an inner conversation it's more like you you divide yourself right you get the, you have the spectator and uh, and the speaker right so you start listening to the speaker uh, talking and you are the spectator there okay this that's actually what what is talking about it right now it's interesting right it, you get curious like why why is it happening now but then you know yourself right from the same perspective you know that this is um what you feel um sometimes it's part of your personality right you know grabbing the phone maybe you know I, of, of, of course i want to grab it i'm always grabbing it I'm, I'm working with it i'm taking picture i'm listening to podcasts so of course that that's the first thing right so this kind of self-wisdom helps as well to um you know to explain the the, get to yeah. the nature of that thought right yeah, uh, it reminds me that we just had session four for our time, our time, mm -hmm. um, the IBM mindfulness experience. Mm -hmm. um, and we have that Susan David video where she's talking about emotional agility. Yes. And she says so succinctly, who is in charge, the thinker or the thought? And just mm -hmm. come, I've been coming back to that a lot lately to put that in, in mind. You know, it's okay to act. Um, without judgment, if I reach for my phone, especially if I can be aware of that, that's what I'm doing. And that's what I feel I need in that moment. So that's, that's, uh, that's helpful. That's lots of food for thought from both of you. Thank you. I am. Um, see, I can't stop talking. I apologize. Um, but it, it, it also reminds me of one of my bugaboos about the word mindfulness is that it doesn't suggest to us how important the body is in mm. being aware um, mm. and what Pat was saying about, you know, checking in with your body, just what, it, what does my body need in addition to my mind, in addition to my, to my spirit at this moment, mm. to my, you know, my, my emotions at this moment. Um, and I, I really think that we need to be more accepting of our body's role in all of this and what it, what it's telling us not just not just the mind so that was great to hear i appreciate that 
I mean, acceptance is connected with, um, with just being, right? You know, how are you being? And just that's accepting the moment. That's maybe a question you can ask yourself during the day, right? Um, and it's also connected by your, uh, you know, the your your ability to uh, to un understand what you are doing with your moments with your day so uh, from from the i mean uh, the, the contrast is like the big uh, not enemy but actually the the contrast with mindfulness is the autopilot dude right the one that does things uh for you your default mode your um your being without being aware of of being mm -hmm. um so that these moments of thinking this moment of mindfulness it just allows you to to understand what when you just switch off the the thinking mind and just let it just do stuff while you're doing certain things, right? It's that type of insight. Well, and I think that bringing the body back into it again is that we like to think of mindfulness as this, this mental exercise we're doing, this brain uh, mm -hmm. evolution we're encouraging. And yes, but the way to... For, for humans, we need this physical signal. We need mm -hmm. this anchor that we can go back to. And I found that when I'm, you know, trying to bring, to ground myself during the day, when I'm in line or in traffic, mm -hmm. I have to breathe into my feet. I have to feel that in my feet. Mm -hmm. And that is my signal that then um, triggers in my brain that sense of of being more mindful and aware at that moment. And so I think once we can get a, get around the idea that we're only doing this mental gymnastics, that we're actually bringing in the body to to as a signal, as building a habit that way, that then um, it becomes more more automatic. Mm. I don't know. That's my experience. Nice. And everyone's anchor yeah. is different, right? Yeah. And we're <laughs> we're trying to use words to <laughs> to express something that really can't be put in, into words. Um, I, I do like kind of synonyms of mindfulness that are like embodied or present or direct experience, because mm -hmm. that, that seems like it involves more of what it means to be me mm -hmm. uh, in a given moment. And while I, I don't have a, uh, a better word and, I know like the heartfulness community will often say, well, you know, the heart, but then that doesn't include <laughs> the the mind and all the nice research about the gut bacteria and, you know, the, the neurons in the torso and things like that. But but something also to just think about, I know I'm doing this a lot at, at Kindrel, is transitioning from mindfulness as a noun to mindful behaviors and being mindful, more of the verb and the adjectives. Because when it's a noun, it's it's something over there. Oh, I need to go to that course or be part of that group in order to be mindful. Uh, versus that English word of mindful, you know, people use all the time. So also something to explore is in what kind of context or verbiage we're using the word. That's uh... <laughs> mindful action. Makes me very happy to hear because I am a content designer slash tech writer for IBM Quantum. And mm -hmm. so I am thinking about communication and words all day long. And I, uh, one of my favorite 
rules, guidelines is we're going to make this an action word as mm -hmm. much as possible. We're not going to use passive voice. We're not going to use the ing form. We're yeah. going to say we're not going to say we're going to be being mindful. Where we say we're going to be mindful. You know, little things like mm -hmm. this in our headers, headers and other content. So, yes. so thanks for bringing in the the uh, words semantics side of things that always makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my language is a. Uh programming for the brain at the same time right so you name something differently and you just open a new door a new window a new way to understand so Beautifully it's said. always good thank you pat uh, and thank you abby for being here and sharing uh, thank everyone for listening uh, at this first time you ever listen podcast um i wish you would uh, appreciate all the replays if you are an IBM. Uh, if you're just listening, you cannot watch the replays. Uh, perhaps we're gonna bring um, more guests. Maybe you know one of the guests that, or speakers they can come here and talk about one of those topics that Adi mentioned. Why not? Yeah. So Abby, um, that's also for you to maybe you know, thinking about one of the next guests we can have. Um, but any final uh, the usual pearls of wisdom from you? Pearls of wisdom. <laughs> uh, just take um, take more time to notice what's happening in the mind as well as the body throughout your day, and be more intentional and less on autopilot mm. as you move and ebb and flow through the moments of your day. Thank you. Talk to you in on the next podcast. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.